Good morning. Our parable of focus is found in Matthew 22, verses 1 to 14, the parable of the wedding feast, which reads, And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding, and they were not willing to come. Again, he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and fatted cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his business. And the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. But when the king heard about it, he was furious, and he sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, burned up the city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, Friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. This is the word of the Lord. A practice that is characteristic of the world around us today is to reject Jesus Christ as Lord and to reject his gospel. There are a number of persons who have either denounced their faith and have sought other religions, or they say they are atheists or agnostics, or the popular one, I am spiritual. Countless times the Lord raised up and will continue to raise up messengers of the gospel to preach on the highways and byways and in the most arid of places because this message of hope, salvation, and transformation is too good to be rejected or disregarded. And the complete and finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross for the sins of the world is too important for it to be cast aside. What is this gospel that is being rejected? The Apostle Peter puts it this way in Acts 4 verse 12, And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. The, the Apostle Paul said it most passionately in Romans 1, 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. And Jesus puts it this way in John 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The gospel then is God's good news given to men that Jesus Christ has died on the cross for their sins, and that by believing his finished work, they will be saved from the punishment of sin, which is hell. Sadly, this good news which is so powerful, saves, brings hope, it is life-transforming and liberating from sin and its control, People today reject. Now is the time for us to run to and embrace the gospel. Now is the time to seek Jesus. People need the Lord. We all need Jesus. When we see the effects of sin in our interactions, the killing, the murder, rape, theft, lies, adultery, sexual immorality, scamming, corruption, greed, I am sure we are asking, who can help us? 
Only Jesus can, because he alone changed the hearts of men, women, and children. The popular hymn captures this thought this way. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. This parable of the wooden feast or banquet in Matthew 22 is comparable to the one found in Luke 14, but there's a primary difference. This one addresses the matter of wedding garment as opposed to the one found in Luke. The parable goes like this. The king gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call all the invited guests to the wedding feast, but they would not come. Again, the king sent his servants telling the invited guests that everything is already prepared and ready. Come to the feast. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, and the rest seized his servants, treating them shamefully and killed them. The king was angry and retaliated by sending his armies and destroyed the murderers and burned their city. He sent out other servants to call anyone they found on the streets, bad and good. The servants gathered all they found and the wooden hall was filled. However, when the king came to inspect the guests, there was a man there with no wedding garment. He asked him, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. The king told the attendants to bind him hand and foot and cast him into outer darkness, for many are called, but few are chosen. Off the bat, we see that the king represents God the Father, and this wedding is for his son Jesus Christ, who is a central person in his kingdom. All are invited to attend this wedding feast. All have received an invitation, but the first invited guest embarrassingly disregarded the invitation. The servants represent those who have been messengers of God's truth, be it Old Testament prophets, preachers, teachers, or evangelists, anyone who has done God's work on God's behalf. The invited guests represent everyone, all people from all walks of life. There is room at the banquet for one and all. The King, our great Lord, desires nothing more than to fill eternity with as many people as will accept Him. All are welcome. The invited guests who rejected the invitation represented the Jews who caused the King to get angry. Thus, He punished them and hope deserving because they killed His servants. The King sent for all the people from all walks of life to come to the wedding banquet to feast and enjoy what has already been prepared. Then a man who did not have on wedding attire was cast out into outer darkness. And I want us to note that it is not because the invited guests could not come to the wedding feast, but that they would not come. Everyone had an excuse. How tragic and how indicative of human nature to be offered the blessings of God and to refuse them because of the draw of mundane things. Note also, the matter of the wedding garment is instructive. It would be a gross insult to the king to refuse to wear the wedding garment provided to the guests. Here Jesus subtly taught the inadequacy of self-righteousness. We trust in God's righteousness, not our own. Philippians 3 verse 9 Just as the king provided wedding garments for his guests, God provides salvation for mankind. Our wedding garment is the righteousness of Christ. And unless we have it, we will miss the wedding feast. There is no other way to enjoy what God has in store for us. Only his way. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Then Jesus concludes the parable with the sad fact that many are invited, but few are chosen. In other words, many people hear the call of God, but only a few heed it. What are some lessons from this parable that we can learn? 1. 
God's invitation to salvation and its benefits is applicable to all. All are welcome. God is patiently waiting for many to repent of their sins and accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. God is patiently extending the salvation so that all can receive it. God's invitation to salvation is not a light matter. It is about your present and eternal destiny. The choice is yours. Life with Jesus and later a guest at the banquet or life without Jesus and later cast out in outer darkness. 2. Just like how the king prepared everything for the wedding feast, Jesus has done everything for you regarding salvation. Jesus, by his death on the cross, offers forgiveness of sins, salvation, and redemption through his blood. Our responsibility is to believe on the finished work of Jesus, accept his invitation to salvation. 3. Rejecting God's invitation will be to your own detriment. So much time is given for you to accept it, and Christ has done it all for you. All you need to do is accept it. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Rejecting it will incur God's wrath or his punishment. For many are called, but few are chosen. Matthew 7 verse 14. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Are you counted among those who are chosen? Choose Jesus Christ today. Accept his invitation to salvation. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord.